0: Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim podcast, episode 72. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits I find interesting. Uh, This episode is being recorded on Thursday, June 13th and released on Thursday, June 13th, 2019. Visit Pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along or leave any feedback or anything to that effect. So yeah, it's always appreciated that again, that's at Pixelswim.com and uh, yeah, social links there, Twitter and MeWe mainly. So uh, again, you have to have a MeWe account if you want to kind of follow along or become a contact on there. So don't have a pixel swim community on me uh mostly because i kind of feel like the psc community the phone show chat community on there is already kind of where most people who listen to this who are uh into contributing things would probably end up and also we can leave comments on each episode as well in the the main home feed there but Either way, let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. Had a little bit of feedback after the last episode. And it's uh, thank you, Ted Salmon, for reaching out. He says, it's annoying that you can already pre-order the Z4. Uh, He says also and also that you can order an X4 Moto X4 64 gigabyte Android one. We really missed out in the UK with Moto and he put a crying face. So, yeah, I know Ted's been looking at that Moto Z4. Uh, He's talked about it a couple times on the last few episodes of uh, PSC chat or just PSC (laughs) chats built in. But either way. Yeah, it is kind of unfortunate because I know Ted is a big proponent of the Moto mods and the Moto Z3 Play and uh, previous generations of the phones that use the Moto Mods. So, yeah, that's actually you can order it now on Moto site in the U.S., but unfortunately, Ted can't do that. I don't think I don't think they'll even ship to him. So I did put the offer out there that uh, if the the Moto Z4 on Moto site, the unlocked version, it looks like it may have the bands that are right for for Ted's uh, area there in the UK, the the cellular bands. So if uh he's maybe looking to get one that might be one of the few routes that he has for that. So uh, hopefully, uh, who knows, maybe Moto will turn it around and and start selling it in the UK. But uh, the option to get a US version, I think is out there for now. So and I was able to uh, discover that I was still able to get a student discount on Motorola's website, they offer a student discount, uh, not for me, but for my wife, we actually signed up for the site called Unidays, U-N-I-D-A-Y-S dot com, and if you have a .dot edu email address, I think with a qualifying university, you can get certain discount codes and stuff like that. So I signed up for that years ago, a couple of years ago, I think, and uh, it's still good, it's still running, up and running with my wife's uh, information. So I don't. I'm not sure if it's going to ask for a verification soon in the future, although because she did graduate. So (laughs) it's still up and running and and good to go. So that discount, I'm not sure how much longer I'll have that. But either way, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was able to get even more off of the top of the Moto Z4 or any other device on there. So uh, thanks, Ted, for reaching out. I hope the Moto Z4 situation works out for him. I know he's not 100% sure if he's going to pull the trigger on that yet, but we shall see in the future. But yeah, thanks. That's uh, all the feedback I think I got for this week. I'm sorry if I missed anybody. Again, been a busy week. So uh, if you want to go to Pixelswim.com for all the the ways to get in contact, i leave feedback on this episode or any past episode. Again, as always, Pixelswim.com. But uh, anyway, let's move on in the notes here. Uh, I just wanted to quick note that the U.S. Open Golf Tournament is on this weekend and they do offer free online streaming here in the U.S., which is really nice. I've got that up and running (laughs) on my second laptop so I can watch that during the day, have that on in the background during the day. They do. They follow uh, featured groups during the day, which I actually kind of like better than a broadcast situation where they're following most a bunch of different groups on the leaderboard in the broadcast, the featured groups is really nice because you can actually watch the entire round of, of, you know, a couple of groups of the golf golfers. So it's, uh, I, I kind of find it more interesting because you can see kind of more of the process that they go through uh, when they're golfing. But either way, it's still tech related, everybody. It's uh, streaming online at USOpen.com. I don't know. Again, like I said, what countries that's available in, but I also found that there is a Roku app, a USGA Roku Roku app that will allow for those same streams that are on USOpen.com uh, to to be available on the Roku, so I can watch the same stream on my TV. So that's really cool, and I'm and I'm going to try that out uh, at some point. So, all right. So let's move into our LG G6 weekly report. Uh, So yeah, not a whole lot to report this week. Uh, I also just kind of cleaned up my home screen a little bit, put things into folders, kind of condense things down to simplify. So every once in a while, I throw an extra few app icon on the, an app icon on the home screen. And, you know, I do that every once in a while and it kind of starts to get too cluttered for me. (laughs) And I really, I only have two home screens, so it's not really, you know, it's probably less so than a lot of people. But for me, I like to keep it pretty pretty basic. So I'd clean that up a little bit, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, the next thing I talk about relates to this, but, uh, not quite in the, the, the report here, but so we'll just, uh, just that's it this week for the LJJ six weekly report. Uh, just a quick note here. I wanted to throw this in as well. Is that I did have some issues on my my uh, X One Extreme, my Lenovo X One Extreme laptop, with uh, my graphics card uh, in relation to my Adobe apps. I decided to finally update to Windows nineteen oh three, the nineteen oh three update, the most recent one or the most recent stable one, I should say, and the Adobe apps kind of had issues with this. So if you're not uh, sure why that would be that's uh, the Photoshop and other Adobe apps like Illustrator and stuff like that will use your graphics card uh, to kind of increase performance in the interface. And so uh, after the update, the I think all of the graphics drivers weren't quite Uh, ready, it wasn't that weren't communicating well with the new update and in the Adobe software. So I had to change a bunch of the Nvidia settings uh, to make sure that uh, there was no sort of crisscrossing going on as far as the Adobe apps and which graphics card they're using, because basically, there's the integrated Intel graphics card in the computer, and then there's the Nvidia graphics card in, in, in this x1 extreme. So I had to Basically, set the Nvidia settings uh, for these programs specifically to make sure that they open and use the Nvidia graphics card, which is the the more powerful graphics card in the PC. And everything seems to be back up and running. Basically, they were just crashing uh, upon doing certain things within Photoshop and Illustrator, and uh, it was because there were you know some terrible, horrible, <laughs> buggy communication with the uh, the graphics stuff on the computer. So got that all sorted out. So I'm good to go there. But I thought I'd throw that in there because that was kind of a a troubleshooting thing I did this week. And yeah, anyway. All right. So an update on my I talked last week about kind of having the temptation or the itch to get another another phone. And I was, uh, was talking about looking at the Moto X4 and the Moto Z3 Play. And yeah, I was still looking at those after the the episode last week, uh, a lot of because the uh, the battery on the Moto Z3 play was the main thing with the Moto mods uh, talking about the Z, the Z series, the Z series, uh, the battery mod that goes on there is kind of the most appealing part of it to me and uh, the size of it. Not so much. I think it would be a little bit too big for my liking, but the battery life would hopefully make up for that. I don't know. Uh, I know in the past I've had that Moto E4 Plus and the size of it ultimately was kind of, kind of drew me away from it uh, along with some buggy issues with my network connectivity. But I think that uh, the Z3 Play wouldn't, I think I would like it for a little bit, but I think overall, I think it would just be just too big to to carry around and and stuff like that. But uh, with that said, literally right before I sat down to record this, I uh, was browsing on Swappa, which I have been for the past week or so, couple weeks maybe, <laughs> looking at those the Z3 Play and the Moto X4 on there, because uh, I had also looked at Motorola's website to potentially get those and use that discount code that I was talking about, that student discount, but. Uh, you can't be getting it secondhand in mint condition. So like I was saying, literally right before I recorded this, I did pull the trigger <laughs> and get a Moto X4. It's the black. It was in mint condition. It's uh, the Android one version, 64 gigabytes, four gigs of RAM. And from a pretty good trusted seller on there, who's been on there actually just as long as I have on Swappa. So I looked at my profile and I have been on Swappa for eight years and four months. That's uh, how long I've been a member on so member or had a, a login on Swappa. And this person has the exact same link. So that's pretty cool. So I'm, yeah, I pulled the trigger and decided to get it mostly because I've been looking at this listing that the seller had on there and it was at 160. And that's again, for 64 gigabyte, four gig of RAM version, Android one. And I, You know, it was kind of hesitant, uh, still a great price. The pictures, it it looked like it was in immaculate condition, mint condition. And uh, they as I was looking again later in the day, uh, the price they had dropped it. $20. Twenty dollars. They dropped it down to 140. So I paid 140 for that Moto X4, a <laughs> 64 gigabyte version, which uh, basically is a great deal uh, overall for the for that for that phone. And I know I mentioned last time that I kind of wanted to give it another go. I wanted to give that X4 another go. I had it in the past. Uh, it's just you know. Kind of one of those things where i really wanted to try it out again but i wasn't really i was hesitant because i didn't want to pay too much for it and when the price dropped today i just decided to go for it so that will not uh, i i know i talked about the G 6 and and keeping that as my main device and it will be when i get the moto x4 in i will not immediately put my sim card into it so We will see uh, (laughs) if I can keep this G6 going as my main device after I get that one in, but I just couldn't help myself. Um, And I think part of the reason, too, that I was looking at the battery life on the Moto Z3 Play, uh, mentioning that, is because I'm actually uh, going on a trip in this July, in about a month or so Uh, from now, I will be going. Uh, my wife and I will be going to Portland, Oregon. Uh, we decided to go actually take a vacation this year. <laughs> and somehow we landed on Portland, Oregon. Uh, there's actually a myriad of reasons. Uh, my company actually has a shop out there. Uh, there's a great guy who works out there. And then uh, there's just a whole lot in uh, downtown Portland in that area. That's kind of artsy fartsy, I think a little bit. And my wife, and I think it'll be right up my my wife and I's uh, alley. So uh, and it's just kind of a, it should be an interesting place for us to go. You know, it's a little less expensive to go there as, than some other cities as well. So, uh, we're really looking forward to that, but, um, bringing that back to why I was kind of looking at another device with big battery, um, that C3 play it's cause we are going out, uh, on this trip. And I thought, you know, maybe having the battery, big battery phone would be something to, to, to have in hand when we went there. But, um, yeah. So I, again, I bought the, the X4, so not the Z3 and I'll uh, most likely be bringing that with as well. But, uh, uh, just a clarification, Portland, Oregon is on the West coast of the U S uh, from us. So, uh, uh, in the U S here, not too far from Seattle. Uh, we did, I did actually look at potentially going to Seattle as well, but I think we just kind of settled in on just one city. It's not going to be, we're not going to be there for too long. So, Either way, uh, (laughs) all of this is kind of wrapped up in this whole the the itch to get another phone. Uh, Like I said, I'm more than likely going to keep my LG G6 as my daily driver and use that in when we go out on this trip. But who knows? uh, Maybe the X4 will take its place by then. Uh, Again, haven't done super well in uh, sticking to this LG G6 thing, but you know, I've 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 come a long way with it and. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. I didn't expect to buy a phone, but I got the itch, and here we are. So, but that actually brings me into my next section here, which uh, which is kind of the main section of the show and kind of related. And tied in with going on a trip is I just have some thoughts uh, on vacation slash holiday if you're outside of the U.S. uh, going on a holiday uh, on tech as far as that goes. So kind of uh, looking back at my past a little bit here and then also kind of looking forward to what I'm going to do for this trip because we actually haven't been on a major vacation in about four years. So uh, and and also I haven't I don't really take a ton of of plane rides to places. So my job does not require that. Uh, don't have family all over the place or visit places a lot. So don't have uh, trips to plan out very often. Where I'll be, you know, taking a lot of tech with me as kind of entertainment or fo- for photos or that kind of thing. So, I just thought I'd go over some thoughts on all of that on 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 vacation tech. So, uh, basically, just to kind of go into the past a little bit here. First, for me, I know that when I was younger, I remember going on trips and stuff with my dad as well, uh, where I kind of mostly remember, as far as tech goes, having a Sony Discman (laughs) when traveling around, Uh, and then also uh, basically just a handful of CDs, maybe a little flip case of CDs that I would uh, use for that as well. So yeah, uh, I'm not so young that I I (laughs) use, that's kind of where I started. That's kind of shows my age a little bit, where I'm not super, not super old, and I'm not super young is as, as well. So uh, the, the Sony Discman was definitely a, a useful advi- uh, device. I think I actually had one going into college. I think that was my main mode of listening, portable, listening to music on the go, a portable music player. So yeah, I remember bringing that on trips. Uh, also, I do remember in about 2005-ish, not too long after my wife and I started dating, we actually Uh, Went to Memphis. We took a trip to Memphis, her and I. And like I said, this is back in about, like I said, 2005 ish. I can't remember the exact year, but I do remember bringing, I had a Toshiba laptop at the time that my dad had purchased for me. Thank you, Dad. And I brought that with me uh, on the trip. Um, Basically, we went down to Memphis, stayed there for a few days. Uh, I brought it uh, mainly because it had a maps program on it. So this was back when MapQuest was the king of of getting maps information on the internet and I you know wasn't 100% reliable that you're going to have internet while on the road so I had my laptop that I had loaded up with software maps software I can't remember which one it was but basically you know it had the entire United States uh, loaded on it on this disk and you can sort of map around based on that. And obviously, the uh, when we were traveling in the car itself, we did use paper maps for a majority of the trip. We had the you know, one of the Rand McNally books that we were basing our our travels off of. So yeah, so I did have that Toshiba laptop. And I did use it a couple times to kind of find more detailed maps of the places we were at. And yeah, it was uh, useful because it's all offline. It's, you know, based on a, a disk. And so there wasn't a ton of Wi-Fi to be found, especially in, the you know, the cheaper hotels uh, where we were staying at the time. So uh, Wi-Fi wasn't a given everywhere you went, you know, even if it was a paid version, uh, there wasn't really even many paid versions of it or, and then also not much many free versions. So yeah, that's kind of the supplemental maps that we that we used on that PC. So I was already kind of in that mindset of I really would love maps <laughs> on the go. It would really be a, a great thing. And it's, it is kind of crazy how things have changed since that time, since 2005. Even uh, the basic basically, you have directions in your pocket now uh, to to basically anywhere, uh, online or offline. Uh, I love and I, I just love having detailed maps uh, at, 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 at the ready, you know, in your pocket kind of a thing. So it's kind of crazy how things have changed since I brought that entire laptop just for that. And, and those maps weren't even that great. I mean, obviously they weren't all up to date, uh, but overall it wasn't too bad. So, but yeah, not a ton of tech, uh, as far as I remember bringing things with me, uh, to kind of keep myself occupied. But, uh, those are the two kind of main things, the disc man and that Bring that laptop with the maps on it. So, uh, I mean, obviously there is also a digital camera I remember using uh, on the trip in Memphis. The terrible one I think I've talked in the past, the HP one. But uh, other than that, I, uh, the cameras and stuff, which I've also talked about, were mostly the wind-up disposable ones. So, Oh, and there, there actually is another uh, long trip that we took. <laughs> I've, I've talked about it already in the past a little bit. About uh, our trip to London, uh, we that's really the only long plane ride that I've actually been on like actual long one that was about in between eight and nine hour plane ride. So and that was back in 2015, when we went to London and with me, I brought that time the HTC 8X Windows Phone device. That was my main device at the time, and uh, the one that I kind of decided that I was going to bring to for pictures and stuff like that. So I also, for some reason, brought the Nokia Lumia 635 with the green shell cover on it, the kind of neon bright green. Uh, I'm not sure why I brought that that phone. I'm not sure why I thought I needed a backup. I actually never used it. Well, we were on the trip, so it just kind of stayed in the bag. But uh, I brought a few books with me, <laughs> paperback books to read. Uh, I never actually read them. Uh, and actually, back then, uh, 2015, brought uh, we for the trip, I actually bought two uh, 2200 milliamp hour power banks uh, to use to charge up my phone just in case we were out on the go and using it a lot. Uh, I still have one of them. Um, actually. And uh, we never actually ended up using either of those. Uh, the phones lasted uh, just fine while we were on the trip. So but uh, yeah, going back to that 8x, uh, like I said, we used it as the the main camera on our trip. And honestly, it didn't do that great of a job. Uh, it, di- it got the job done. And the fact that it did get us in front of a few places, you know, uh, the, the front camera on it was the main reason I kind of went with it because it was slightly wide angle. Uh, and at the time, there weren't a ton of uh, phones that had a wide angle, quote unquote, wide angle front lens. So and, and it wasn't very high megapixel, I don't think so. A lot of our photos came out muddy. But uh, like I said, they got the job done. And overall, I was, you know, fairly happy at the time bringing that 8x. So, But on the plane ride there, again, that eight hour plane ride, I did load up that 8X with a bunch of podcasts. I think I was listening to Stuff You Should Know at the time. So there was, you know, a billion of those to download on there. Uh, just enough to make make it through the trip there and back. Uh, I downloaded uh, offline maps for that. You're able to download uh, entire maps, obviously, with the uh, Windows Phone Maps app at the time and still. And uh, even now, the, the here maps on uh, Android, you can do that. So I downloaded the, you know, the entirety of the UK <laughs> just uh, so we could find our way around with the phone. So and that actually worked pretty well. Um, there was still plenty of storage even after downloading all the podcasts uh, and maps to store all of the pics or the pictures that we took while we were there. And I, I think that HTC 8X only had 16 gigabytes of internal storage. So that was actually more than enough for that whole trip. (laughs) There wasn't any music or anything on there. So I was relying on podcasts. Uh, But yeah, it worked out pretty well. But moving on to this trip that we're going to be taking to Portland. It's about a four hour flight for us out of the Chicago area uh, to Portland on the West Coast. Uh, So this time I'm kind of want to keep it simple. Uh, (laughs) and I may have complicated things here, but uh, I'm going to bring just one phone with me. Uh, but potentially now I'm going to bring two phones that I bought now that I bought that Moto X4. Uh, so I'm going to bring that with me, uh, the, the LG G6 and probably the Moto X4 now. But basically I'll just have one main phone uh, the whole time. Um, but maybe bring both with me. I don't know. (laughs) Like I said, I just complicated things. I made these notes before I purchased that X4. So I I have in the notes, I'm bringing just one phone with me. Uh, Like I said, uh, the X4 will probably find its way into my bag as well. So uh, I'm going to load it up, one of them, probably the G6 with podcasts, and I've already got my music on there. I'm going to make sure to bring that LG G6 battery case with me for the extra I think it's a 5000 milliamp hour battery. So I can charge it up while we're on the go just in case. Uh, And I'm also going to bring my Marshall uh, major two headphones, the Bluetooth headphones with me, but I'm also going to make sure to bring the the 3.5 millimeter wire with me if I want to use it, uh, not on Bluetooth. Uh, I'm also going to make sure I charge those headphones up. They're good for 30 hours, so they should last for the whole trip, which is amazing. So I won't even have to bring a micro USB cable to charge those up. Um, Plus, if they run out, you can use them with just the wire, the 3.5 millimeter wire, and not have to worry about... Uh, the battery in the headphones themselves. So I'll be bringing those with me. And I actually thought about bringing the Roku streaming stick, our streaming stick, out of our bedroom uh, to potentially use that in the hotel room if we want to watch any uh, Netflix or anything like that because I don't think the hotel we're staying at has any sort of smart TV in it. I think it just has a regular flat screen TV in there, hopefully with an HDMI output on it, so or input rather. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to bring any paper books with me this time. I think they'll just go to waste. I kind of like sitting on the plane looking out the window. So uh, that's that's my jam, uh, especially because I don't think I've flown out west before uh, when we fly to. Oh, yeah, I have. We've I've been flown out to Las Vegas before in the past. That's done. So yeah, any either way, uh, we'll be flying over different territories, so uh, we'll be seeing I want (laughs) to look out the window while we're while we're flying. But either way, uh, yeah, no books this time. But uh, and I think my wife is actually going to just bring her phone that uh, Sony Xperia XZ1 compact and also our tablet, which is the Samsung eight inch tablet, Uh, not the most fancy tablet in the world, but she uses that pretty much every day. Just just she, she enjoys using that. So we'll bring that with us so we can relax because we're kind of low maintenance when it comes to the vacations and stuff like that. Uh, we usually hit up, have a few places we want to uh, want to hit up. Uh, London was a little different. There was a whole lot of places to to go visit. But uh, in this case, we have a few places we want to hit in Portland. And then we also we want to kind of hang out at the hotel and relax as well and uh, enjoy the, the, they have a nice lobby and, you know, Wi-Fi and the room should be pretty nice. So uh, that's kind of why we would bring (laughs) the, uh, the Roku and the tablet with us to kind of relax and just take it easy in a, in a different setting. So yeah, that's kind of how it's hopefully going to go for this trip. Uh, if anything changes, like I like this, adding this Moto X4, or any other things that I think I might bring. Uh, I think that might be it, though. I'm going to try uh, to avoid bringing my laptop with me. And uh, hopefully I won't have to for any reason. So I just wanted to th- also throw the question out there real quick. Uh, of, for anybody who has any sort of tech that they bring with them on vacation, any outside of your smartphone, uh, is there anything else you bring with you a smartphone and headphones, I should say. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, if you had any have any other tech that you'd like to bring with you, just let me know. Uh, you can leave some comments in the show notes on the show notes page at pixelswim.com or, any of the uh, show posts on Twitter or MeWe or anything like that. I'd be curious to know if anybody has sort of go-to tech that they would bring with them. So yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, like I said, we haven't been on vacation in four years. So, uh, cause obviously my wife's been in school and we've been kind of just doing that. And yeah, it's all starting to, to pay off with free time and, and different things like that. So yeah, let me know of the tech you use. That's the tech I'm planning on bringing and we'll see. Uh, how it goes. But yeah, I thought I'd just share my thoughts on that stuff. All right, so I just have a couple links I want to share here real quick. The first one is actually a link to uh, Mozilla's blog. And of course, if you've seen lately, the uh, Firefox and the, their whole brand is changing. So I thought I'd link to their post about their redesign of their logos and stuff like that. I think that looks really great. I think they're uh, headed in the right direction with their all their new services that they're offering, which is which I think are really cool. Uh, not only visually, but obviously the services themselves. So they in Firefox, and again, I'm still trying to switch back to the Firefox browser. Uh, they're offering a send file sending service. Uh, I, I shared this last week, but it's actually the Firefox monitor service. Uh, they also have a password saving service as well, uh, that they're going to offer it's Firefox lockwise and I think it's really cool uh, kind of the direction they're headed in. It's really uh, you, get, you can't be Firefox for actually creating services and and things that people that'll actually benefit the user over uh, any and any other sort of corporate interests. But either way, check out the link in the show notes for uh, the blog post about the redesign there. I don't want to go too much into it. I don't have too many thoughts on it, but I thought it would be interesting to share. Uh, from a do- design aspect. So, all right. So the second link that I want to share here is to a website called ARC, I think, uh, ARC.io, A-R-C.io. Uh, and I thought this was kind of interesting because this is actually, uh, the tagline on the website here is crowdfund the websites you love with a little bandwidth, not your wallet. So essentially what they're kind of offering here is, and I'll read this here, this might actually be better than me trying to describe it. It says "Arc is an alternative to online advertising where websites and users cooperate, con- contribute, and benefit together. And it says how, uh, while browsing websites that embed Arc's widget, uh, it's basically a little Little uh, widget that they put in the bottom left corner of the website. It says a little surplus bandwidth from millions of devices is safely united into a people-powered cloud network. Websites rent this low-cost content delivery network (CDN) and proceeds fund arc-powered websites and reward users. So yeah, it's kind of an interesting idea to kind of it's it's an idea basically to get away from advertising as sort of the main monetization on online. Uh, which I think is great, because obviously, <laughs> the ad networks, uh, specifically Google's tend to bog down and slow down websites, but the, a lot of websites kind of depend on these ad networks to generate uh, revenue off of their their website traffic. So this seems like it's kind of another way to do that by by uh, you, you letting them kind of store files on your on your machine and and it does it in a way and and share it across sort of as as a network with a bunch of other users uh, to kind of deliver up these files for these websites and essentially the website looks like they install a bit of javascript uh, into their their header of their their html and our head section of their html and it will sort of store files on uh, the user's local machine. And they've done it, uh, at least they claim here that they've done it in a way that is does not affect your performance whatsoever. So I think it's kind of a cool idea. And we've talked about uh, Google a lot in the past on this podcast and uh, how they're, they're uh, mainly based on their ad revenue. And so they are an ad company, and this is kind of a, a way for websites to get away from depending on that sort of thing. Is uh, at least as far as embedding chunky and and, and overbearing advertising on websites, uh, which is super annoying on mobile <laughs> specifically. So uh, take a look at the website again. That's arc.io, arc.io. Uh, there's a link in the show notes, and you can kind of read through how it all works a little bit better. Uh, I think it's a cool idea offering uh, sort of a CDN service as a way, and and the users. Uh, computer or user's browser storage as a way to create a CDN network. And, and then uh, websites can take advantage of that, that network, and you're not giving much giving up much at, uh, at the the user's end. So kind of a, a cool idea. So yeah, check that out in the show notes. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 72 of the Pixel Swim podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in yet again for episode 72 uh you can go to pixelswim.com for all of these show notes and social links again if you wanted uh, to see any of the links for the things that i talked about today or leave any feedback on the show notes page in the comment section or on twitter etc so yeah all feedback again is always appreciated i know i say it every week but i i truly do appreciate all of the feedback that i get it's a uh, kind of makes it easier to continue to do the podcast when I know our can kind of go off of other people's ideas and I don't want to be in my own little bubble here so it always helps when people burst it a little bit so (laughs) either way that's at pixelswim.com and uh, thank you again for tuning in tune in next week for episode 73 we'll see what we have then so uh, as always I appreciate it Uh, have a great afternoon or evening or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday, or whatever day it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again, and Godspeed.